What's up, guys? It's Calmokes. Thank you for joining me again on another episode of the Astral Mind Podcast. I'm pleased that you guys are joining me. Here's peace, here's love, here's life. Have a wonderful day. Have your best day. I hope you are. If you're not, please consider doing so. You have the power to change your day and make it your best day. So today we have a very special guest on, and as always, they're always very special guests. Uh, but today, I'm going to do something a little different. I mean, I'm going to do something a little different, so you know, bear with me a little bit. So today's guest is a five-time Emmy Award nominated uh, and winner over 25 tele-awards and uh, productions. He's been a uh, producer, and he co-starred in uh, Beyond the Secret. The it's like the sequel to the the Secret Book. Um, he's done so many things as far as television, and he's uh, one of the biggest IG influencers, uh, according to BuzzFeed and uh, Yahoo Finance. Counts him as like one of the top twenty of the uh, just best entrepreneurs of the year twenty twenty. So this dude is decorated. So we're going to have ourselves a really, really interesting talk. So uh, let me introduce Dr. Travis Fox. Mr. Travis, please tell the audience oh, a little you bit know, about it's yourself. It's funny. And, and let, let's talk about that intro for a second. Because every time I hear it, <laughs> I, I kind of chuckle. I'm like, are they talking about me? All right, all right. You know, like anybody else, my brain goes, oh, yeah, those, those, those are really cool things. But I'm already over here focused on these next things over here. And we forget how far we've actually come and some of the things we've done. So, mm-hmm. A, thank you for the introduction. B, let for be on the show. And C, uh, reminding me, because, <laughs> in you know, I, I still, you know, I'm 50 years old now, but I act like I'm 12. Dang. So, <laughs> my brain goes, we're just getting started, man. What do, you, what, do you, what, do you, what do you mean, all this stuff? I'm like, oh, wow, I guess that is me. All right. mm-hmm. That's well, an interesting pers- uh, perspective to have. You know, a lot of times people are like, you know, I have all these things, I've done all of this, and, uh, you know, let people know who I am going into things, which, of course, you want to do. But having that yeah. mindset that the best is always yet to come, I feel like is priceless. It's priceless to have. Yeah. And Well, your, your, your comment at the opening of the show, which is what intrigued me about, you know, being a guest on your show was, hey, wait a minute, uh, you know, you can change on a dime. Mm-hmm. Don't be fooled. But the truth is we don't believe anymore that we can change. And the older we get, we start diminishing that belief structure. And my response is, uh, why? Show me the scientific evidence or the beneficiary evidence or even the applicational evidence in your life that you can't turn it on a dime. And I'll go, okay, I'll, just, I'll leave the business because I've been in it for 31 years and I have watched people literally just, boom, I've done it myself. I have transformed who I was when I was in my 20s as Dr. Fox and who I am now in my 50s, different guy. And I'm not talking just about you know, the gray sideburns here. Mm-hmm. No, I'm, I'm talking about transforming myself. But isn't that the adventure of a lifetime anyways? Why would you want to be static all the way through a 90-year journey? Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you want to explore parts of your personality, explore different areas in the world, how you show up, how your customers show up, how you envision yourself showing up? But isn't that the ultimate dress rehearsal? Let us go out and play and experience it. You can always go back to what you were, mm. but you can, you know, unless you step into something else, you'll never know. But you can always go back. That's that's a guaranteed safety mechanism. But we can never really do it until we just step in and transform. And so often, or not we talk about self help, but we don't talk about self transformation. Because mm. I'm a firm believer, having been in this business now for three decades and running, self help helps you kind of do the same crap over and over again. Where self-transformation, you have truly transformed yourself, A, because we all can, B, you understand the blueprint to do it, and C, you understand thematic learning. And once you understand thematic learning, it applies to any part of your life. And then you just decide which one you want. But now, in that really boils down to what we all really want, at least what I believe we all really want, which is freedom. 
Yeah. We want to be able to explore whatever the heck we want to explore with whomever we want to explore with and whatever we want to explore, because we all know the end result is the exact same broke and dead. End of discussion. I don't care how much money yeah. you have, how badass you think you are, all these awards and all that's all really cool. But at the end of the day, you can again, Steve Jobs is a perfect example. Here's a guy who literally owned the world dead at 52. You're leaving it behind. So the question is, what are you saving it for? Why not go out and transform and experience how you show up and how your customers show up and how your business can transform your life, mm -hmm. the whole deal. So for me, when I listen to that, I go, that's really cool, but I'm over here transforming into this now. This is what I really want to do next. I want to go you know, take on this adventure and I want to take these friends with me because I've done these other ones and it's lonely at the top. It sucks. I've been there. I, don't, I, I didn't like it. I was like, I want to hang out with friends and go, Man, Cal, did you see that? Wow, that was awesome. That wave was great, or that mountain mm -hmm. was dope. And man, did you see that line that came out? We were both, you were scared. I know you were scared. I was scared too, but mm -hmm. you were scared. And we remember the stories. We don't remember all the nuances. We remember the themes of each story and each adventure, like a chapter of a book. And the question is who's writing your book? You know, who, is it you, or is it what's going on in your subconscious and you think it's you? I pray it's not the latter. However, my journey thus far on this planet, perhaps yours is parallel, I find that that is what tends to rule people with the difference in thought process of, no, no, I'm actually in control. I'm like, mm -hmm. hmm, are you now? Yeah, that, that seems to make a big difference. You talk about thematic learning. I want to touch on that because yeah. it sounds to me like something new. I may know it, but it sounds a little new now. I like the, the energy you bring to freedom. And freedom is oftentimes a arduous process to get to. You know, it's difficult to carve it out. Um, but one of the main things that I found that that I cling to is that you can change things on a dime. You can be that new person. I consider life. I'm very. I, I'm a woo woo mystical. I'm 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 weird, and I like Let's to play, be. Play, brother. That's just my game, Uncle Barry. <laughs> Excellent. And so uh, when people talk about like you know I'm stuck as this person. I'm stuck you know going through these routines. Whether it's addiction, whether you know it's you know self abuse, whatever the case may be, uh, you can change who you are because it is based in your ego. Your ego or sense of self has been created by the people around you, your environment, what you believe, all of that. And you can change that. Uh, one yeah. of the funniest things that I've noticed is the whole concept of the cosmic play when you look at uh, Buddhism or uh, Hinduism. is this idea that we are just playing characters and that we can be who we want to be from one day to the next. Why wouldn't you? And, my, and you know, again, let's quote Shakespeare, right? All the world is a stage, yep. all right? We're just choosing how we choose to show up. And part of what we do in the quest and how we help people go from founder to funding to fortune is one, is thematic learning. Thematic learning is what my specialty actually is in. And thematic learning is exactly what it sounds like. It sounds really cool when you say like, oh, that's, mm, that's yeah, it's interesting. Thematic learning, that's very, no, <laughs> everything we want. Yeah. Do you have any great Poupon? And I say, like, right, shut right. up, calm down. Drop the academic bullshit. Come, mm -hmm. Excuse my French, but drop it, right? Let's, let's bring this back down to simple, simple granular things that make sense. Now, here's the simple thing. You, what you said, I agree with, and we'll, we'll go back to thematic here in a second. You know, we, you're, you're talking about the ego. That's, that's self-centered. All we have to do is shift to being centered in self. And that sounds like we're playing on words, but we're not. It is a thematic shift. Myself, my self-centered is in the selves, my plural, right? Because there's multiple realms of you. The ideology that there is just Cal or just Travis is the biggest illusion, self-hypnotic BS that most people perpetuate upon themselves. And our educational system helps us expand that model from really inception, we're going back to the imprint stage, of there's just you. No, there's not. 
there's Travis the father, there's Travis the doctor, there's Travis the lecturer, Travis the author, Travis the producer, Travis the director, Travis the son, Travis the husband, Travis the best friend, Travis the idiot, Travis the geek, Travis the dork. And I show up differently, but that's personality expression and personality parts theories. When you're centered in self, meaning down here, the real you, or we call the architect, that's who you really are i mean let's agree that this conversation has multiple layers to it it isn't just what i'm saying and you're hearing and what you're saying back to me and this isn't just cal and travis having a conversation there's four levels of conversation going out there's the conscious awareness there's the subconscious not aware the shadow completely unaware and who we really are talking at the deepest levels you can call that soul you can call that spirit you can call that theory of one you can call it metaphysics i don't care you call whatever you want i call it the architect because that is what's really architecting our journey until we become aware of it at level one in the simplest of languages and it's shifting from self-centered parts to centered in self and moving this way versus moving this way to catch my drift and that shift doesn't have to be this you don't have to shave your head and have an orange robe and sit on the side of a mountain for 30 years to figure it out mm-hmm. although you could do that i've attempted it too it's fun for about 10 minutes for me other people are like it longer i've done it I've, you know, right I've, I've been all the way up to tiger's nest and i've sat there in bhutan and i sat there and meditated and went i've discovered the meaning of sitting here and meditating great right. yeah. i'm done <laughs> no with different. it yeah right. just, it's still the same thing and then the thematic learning is themes see mm-hmm. people try to learn the how it's not the how in fact you know, when you start thinking about the, you know, your wizard brain, and we all have wizard brains, right? Our brains love to just mess with us because it knows all of our tricks, our backdoors and pitfalls because we programmed it. We just mm-hmm. don't think we did, right? And so does a mother, father, religious and cultural influences is what really kind of gets us in there. Thematic learning is about learning through themes, courage, leadership, uh, feeling, start with that as a general, happiness and learning the theme. And so, for example, when you come to the quest, the quest major theme is making business fun again. Because we all got into business to have fun. You started this podcast because to have fun, to explore, to meet people, to learn, to teach, to bring your specific and unique message talent to the world that only you can do. There's only exactly. one cow at this time and space, any way you slice it. Mm-hmm. And so when you get to the theme, when we start talking about themes like law of abundance, which I crack up at and go, really? I'm like, like all due respect, let's talk about what's really abundant. Fun is abundant. No one needs to teach you how to have it. You can't run out of it. You don't have to buy it. It can't be stolen from you. You don't need to go learn it and spend 30 years in school or university or degrees or any of that crap. It's always there. But what you do need to do is to remember how to have fun from here, not here. Because our ideology of fun says it's materialism, it's success, it's I've got the cars and the jets and the, 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 I'm like, man, I've been there. I gotta tell you what, it's fun for about 10 minutes. And then you're like, this sucks. I'm here by myself because everyone's now looking at me to do X, Y, or Z for them or with them, as opposed to when I was, you know, I had two rubber nickels to my name, who cares? You know, then your friends were just hanging out there because they liked you, not because they wanted right. something from you. Now I'm not saying that's all things, but it tends to be a common, theme when we get to you know a level of wealth where people all of a sudden start to look at you differently an example for me personally and it was really what brought it home for me where i went wait a minute is this the adventure i really want to live for my life and i have the expensive cars the rolls royces and the bentleys and all that and i was great i thought i was all that in a bag of chips and they're fun cars don't get me wrong if you experience it 
But I noticed. Good. It I'm glad I, you said that. <laughs> yeah, experience yeah. it. I mean, shit. Have dude. fun. Yeah, uh, that's what the point. Yeah, have fun. That's, rent that's it, why you rent do it. it for a two days, but don't put it on Instagram and act like it's yours if it's not. It, it, mm. You're not impressed. It's a total BS. That flex don't culture me. business. Yeah. Right. You know, mm. it doesn't add any more clout to you because when I show up and go, "Where's your Bentley?" Oh no, I sold it. Right. Just like the G6 you were sitting next to. Got it. Mm-hmm. Great. Works for me. And immediately you lose lose that credibility as opposed to going, you know, like when I had those cars, two things I discovered. One, people treated me differently and they created an expectation, i.e. like I'm supposed to tip you now $100 or $200 because of what the car is doing. All of a sudden now it's Dr. Fox. I'm like, well, I was a doctor before I had the freaking car. What are you talking about? Mm-hmm. And now just to prove the point, I drive a Ford Raptor truck. Hmm. And I, I noticed that people just go, just they say, hey, sir, how are you doing? And I'm like, cool. I'd rather you, be, you treat me just for Travis because Travis is enough. Dr. Fox isn't betting any better than Travis because he has letters before and after his name. And that was the ideology. And I learned that people treat you differently. But why are they treating me differently? Because they want something from you that has nothing to do with you. Hmm. I went, well, that's not a relationship. That's a bending machine. <laughs> right. Yeah. And exactly. I suck at bending, so I, that's not my that's not my bailiwick. I was like, time out. I said, I want to be around people because I love people. I'm in the people business. I've been in the people business since I was nine years old because that's the only thing that's interesting to me. Because even you are in the people business. Everyone watching Cal's show right now, I don't care what online, offline, your coach, CEO, facilitator, uh, selling a product, whatever business you think you're in, you're not in any other business but the people business. So until we learn how we show up how we want to create our business. We're never gonna truly understand our customers. We're never gonna get to that scale. And again, there's always the 1% exception. So someone's out there go, well, yeah, but so-and-so did it. Yeah, but show it to me a million times over and I'll show you that this business model that makes sense as opposed to someone who happened to make sense out of a business model. Those are two different, very strong ideologies. And yet all of us are programmed to go out there, find our passion, find our purpose, find our soulmate, find our success. And I keep going, there's one common thread theme fine but if i don't have a bloody map how the hell am i gonna find anything it's like walking around in the dark looking for a light switch and expecting to turn the lights on and that's how most of us go through life bouncing against the wall and go well crap there's a wall there yeah, that didn't work right. yeah <laughs> that didn't work all right well, i'm gonna go this way bang there's another one crap and we get used to wandering around in the dark lost and then looking for these clues that we think being the operative word we think because we're getting self-centered versus centered in self we think are what we want and how many times have we heard people get their success and they go, it wasn't what I thought it was. I'm like, mm-hmm. I had the same thing, man. I chased the same thing, climbed the same mountain, got there. I was like, I've made it, Cal. I am the bomb. All right. Well, <laughs> now what? And I'm like, yeah. okay, now what? And, you know, you have to deconstruct who you think you are mm-hmm. or who you've been programmed to be versus who you are. And, you know, the common ideology is by the time we're 30, we're are we spending that decade unwinding all of our education, all of the things we thought we knew, all of our input programming. And then we really start to start living life generally on our own terms as we move to this 40 range. I'm like, does anybody not notice that this model sucks? It doesn't work. It doesn't make sense. Why don't we change education into learning? Learning who you are at seven eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, and how to transform yourself and making it okay to transform yourself to explore parts of your, pro, your, your personalities, meaning the sacred and the profane, 
Meaning I need to look at why my anger is there. I need to look at why I'm joyful. I need to understand why my sadness comes from and where my bliss is coming from and move through the sacred and the profane in a fun way so that it isn't so consequential. I'm not saying there aren't consequences. There's always consequences to a choice, but consequences don't have to be bad. They're just a consequence, right? Indeed. And so that's really when we talk about thematic learning and thematic is about it in our case is about making business fun again and the adventure of it because business somewhere along the line became professional, it became serious and you had to become an adult. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very difficult. Like, like I said, difficult to get into, especially when your goal is to be free. I've heard right. a lot of people joke like, you know, I went from working a nine to five to working 24 seven, you know, being, being in my business. And it's like, I no longer love what I do anymore. And, and that is the scary thing. And, you know, like to to have fought so hard to get away from like a nine to five grind where I wasn't doing what I love to I'm doing what I love now, but I hate it. How do you get out of that? Like, how do you make Great. business fun again? Such a good question. So, and you know what? It's a really easy answer. However, the block point is in that simplicity, right? We'll go Buddhistic about it. It is the complexity within the simplicity of it. And that is what makes what? makes you have fun. Where do you have fun? Start with that as a base play, right? Mm -hmm. And for me, I love being around people and I love helping businesses go founder funding fortune. And we do it this gateway with my partners and I, and we have fun doing it. When we're on fun, when we're on stage talking, like, you know, our, our events, we're playing with each other. We're having a blast. If you want to sit there and be a stick in the mud, that's on you, we're, but we're going to have a blast. We're going to invite you to come play with us, but we're going to put you in the fantasy realm first. And here's how it starts. When I say fantasy, I'm not talking about daydreaming. I'm not talking about mental masturbation. I'm not talking about, gee, it'd be really great if and when and then. I'm talking about moving you into the fantasy realm. There's a key, there's so much science now over the last 30 years that has proven that in the fantasy realm, we can literally transform on a dime. Oh, Why? Break, break down the fantasy realm for me yeah, so that I know absolutely. where we are. I'm sorry to... Yeah, yeah the fantasy realm is, is a really fancy way of saying your subconscious or your shadow. Okay. Right? Level two, level three. We take you there, but we do it in a way that creates this thematic learning sequence where you're immersed in this experience. And when you're immersed in, in it in a fantasy realm, two things occur. One, all things are immediately possible to your brain. Your brain immediately shifts and they're all possible. It doesn't have a limitation. It is the anatomics. It's how our brains are built at the subconscious level. And mm. thank whatever your deity structure is, that it came that way. Because if it didn't, we're screwed. We would be locked in onto our habitual patterns and transformation would become obsolete. So we kick the fantasy realm, all things become possible. Two, we make it fun. And we start to have fun with it. And when you start to have fun, you start activating creativity within yourself. It happens automatically. You don't have to learn it. It's already there. You did it as a kid. You made believe. You pretended. You imagined. You, you were the $6 million man. You were the, you were the Avengers. You were every hell you wanted to be. And nobody really had to do it. You just started creating. Now, we take that and we put that in fundamental business sequences. We take it in archetypal profiling. We put you in to breathing techniques so you understand how to breathe. Because people forget to breathe, by the way. That's an important. And I don't mean just, I'm talking about breathing. Yeah, and then we bring it right back into your reality. Here's the difference, though. Over here, we've already changed your subconscious structure. You have changed it. We give you the blueprint, show you how to do it, and do it in real time. And then it immediately transforms into your reality. Bang! Why? because that's how we're built. We're built to go into the fantasy realm. That is what the law of attraction has been trying to say for 25 freaking years and has BS people, which is part of why we did the sequel to go, stop. Mm -hmm. Guys, it isn't just think it put on the wall a purple Lamborghini is gonna show up and fall out of the sky because you're a nice guy or gal. That doesn't work that way. If that was the way it worked, 
there would be no self-help, self-transformation business. It'd be gone. Yeah, we'd, we'd have got there already. <laughs> we all figured it out. We'd be like, damn, that's easy. Let's go to Mars, Cal. We got this this Earth thing. Yeah. We got it figured out. Let's go to the SpaceX. Next what are you talking about? Yeah, yeah we're already out. <laughs> we'll make our so own when shit. We look at that scientifically, we've got a plethora, boatloads of. I'm kind of, I've got three decades of it myself of being in that business, showing that, hey man, let's go over here, put this in this, let's recode, literally recode how this thing is working and then bang now when i'm looking at the vision board now my synchronicity happens because it's coming from the inside out and now i'm rightfully aligned according to me not according to what i think now we're going from centered in self to self-centered so is this yeah definitely it's it spawned new questions which is why i like the the very free-form conversational way of doing things um so now this makes me wonder, I know a little bit about psychology. I've gone to school for it. I, of course, am yeah. not a doctor of it. <laughs> so I'm glad I have you on. Hey, by the uh, way, let me save you a lot of time. Family, everybody listen to the show. You know what doctor means? It's a derived from a Latin word that means teacher. Oh, perfect. Well, you're oh, here no. to teach, Travis. Yeah, I'm a teacher. <laughs> I'm a teacher, healer, and an entertainer all simultaneously built in. When people say doctor, I'm like, yo. Thank you. Yes, I did the schooling. I did so, the yeah, paper. I did the work. Yeah. The crap. Yeah, I'm exactly. a teacher, man. I love, love teaching. Not from I know it all. Teaching from what I don't know. Hey, I, I, this is this is this thing over here. This is like in this fantasy realm because I don't know what's right for you. You do. Uh-huh. But I know the blueprint to help you get unlocked to go where you want to go and have fun doing it. And now we're at freedom from the beginning. We're not right. waiting for our freedom at the end that never shows up or shows up in limited form. It starts here. Now we're truly yeah. creating and conquering the mountain of our business. We're driving our car of our business. We're choosing it, but we're enjoying it. And we've all heard, enjoy the process. But no. most of us don't enjoy the process because the process sucks. Exactly, right? because the process doesn't have innately in it already the intrinsic value of I'm enjoying the process. Like, this is right. just what I like to do. Why would I not do this? And that's something I've been talking about uh, so over and over again, my viewers are going to be like, it's like, oh, he's about to drone on about this. But th- this idea of enlightenment, uh, and I've got a book coming where I'm going to explain all of this because when I saw it, it, it made so much sense. Enlightenment isn't going from a place of I am searching for this end result. It's like, oh, there's the mountaintop. Let me get there because then that's that goal-oriented, goal-driven lifestyle where when you do get to the top of the mountain, I've got the Lamborghinis, I've got the money, I'm the bomb. You get there and you're like, all right, well, now, what do I do now? It's like, ah, there's another mountain. Let me go chase that as opposed to just or, being in yourself. Right. Let's take that. You're exactly right. And let's take it one step further. Or we destroy ourselves oh, wow. to go get the next adventure. Because when we got there, it wasn't what we thought it was going to be. And we're like, well, this sucks. And now I'm so entangled <laughs> in it. I have to destroy it. Yeah. I've done it. I had to destroy Dr. Fox because Dr. Fox was built on film and television and having the right answers and being on stage and knowing how to move and been doing it for 20 years. And so that's how doctors are supposed to be. And I'm like, well, who's time out? Who, who said that? Where yeah. did I get, where did I come up with this crap? I'm tired of being why, this guy. Why, why, why do I have to be so stoic about it? Why do I have to be like, mm-hmm. rigid? I'm like, why can't I have fun? So what? I'm a doctor. Who gives a crap? Guess what I really am? I'm a teacher. I'm a teacher, I'm an entertainer, I'm a filmmaker, and I love taking people on guided quests for adventures because I'm an adventurist. But it doesn't mean I have to jump off, you know, uh, every building that I see in Dubai because I want to be, that's a one form of an adventure. I'm talking about the adventures of business, the adventures of your personal relationships, the adventures of how you raise your kids and cover the nine realms that we really deal with as a human being. But the thing about, you're talking about, like, I'll give you a story. Uh, I climbed Kilimanjaro when I was 48 years old. Okay. I'm a ocean kid. I don't yeah. know. You're a psycho. 
I'll yeah, just say I'm that like, right now. <laughs> yeah, no clue, right? So, yeah. But I remember when the invitation came back to the architect level, it literally jumped out of my chest. Kyle, I'm going. And everybody said, Travis, you're going to die. This is the seventh tallest mountain in the world. You're going to die. You're not prepared for this. And I'm like, okay, that's a possibility. That's not what I'm focused on, but thanks for letting me know that. Mm-hmm. And so long story long, by the time I got to Kilimanjaro's summit, and I did it. I summited and came back, survived, obviously I'm here. Uh, didn't get altitude sixes, didn't use any drugs, just did me, right? And it was taking me to explore whole new realms of everything that I had been teaching for the last, you know, at the time, you know, obviously 28 years, uh, at the time to apply in a whole new way. But I learned two things. One, when I got to the top, I was by myself. I mean, I had my climbing partner, but it was still just me and a piece of wood that somebody else had put up there and said, oh, by the way, Cal, this is the summit. I'm like, mm-hmm. nice view. Oh, I learned the second thing, coming back down sucks. It's harder than going up. You're, you're smoked, you're exhausted. I went up at 215 pounds. I came down six days later at 195. Jeez. Your body is dying. Yeah. And I learned on that mountain that, you know what? It's lonely at the top. And it doesn't mean that that's always the case, but it is, it is often the theme. And so when I came back down and said, I'm changing my entire business model. I want all my partners, all the questers to go with us and not because they're following Travis Fox. No, we're all going together. Each of us is gonna have a different experience, but we're all going to the top and onto the other side. And when we're in the valley of the other side and we've conquered the mountain of our business, whatever that particular model is, then we're gonna look at each other and go, you know, that was really cool. What are we gonna do next? Well, now we're gonna go down surfing in Australia. We're gonna sit there for, let's go. And I'm not talking about just traveling although that's an important part, I'm talking about us taking on the adventure of business because it's something we choose to do for fun. Otherwise, if I wanna go conquer the world, it's never worked. Mm. No one's ever been able to pull it off. The Romans couldn't do it, the Greeks couldn't do it, the Germans couldn't do it, the United States couldn't do it, Russia couldn't, we've never pulled it off because there is no such thing. Absolute power corrupts absolutely and still the human ego is still involved. We have not sent it past that yet, perhaps we will soon, maybe before we and I leave the planet, but you know, based on current current human history, odds aren't in our favor, we're getting past. But Mm -hmm. when you look at that and you go, wait a minute, I'm beating my head against the wall and expecting to become a door. Duh, maybe I'm the idiot in the room. And so I rebuilt the entire business and changed my life and said, okay, how about you have, yes, you can have financial freedom, totally get it. But what if you have a wealth of people Wealth where you can go anywhere in the world and go, hey, Cal, it's trap. I'm coming by. Let's go grab a, you know, a drink. Let's go to dinner. Let's, let's go do miniature golf. I don't care. But you just are constantly around the people because at the end of the day, and we all know this, Cal. We know it. We know it. And we are so good at hypnotizing ourselves into the BS that we don't know it. That at the end of the day, when you're on your deathbed, it isn't about how much money you had, the stock deals you did, the real estate that you bought, and the plane. And we all know this BS, right? We finally get into the stage of a sage stage of our lives where our wealth is in our experience. Our wealth is in the people that we can call. Our wealth is in our friends and the lives that have affected us and the lives that we have affected. That's how we're going to go out. That's why when we come to funerals, they come out, what do we do? We tell stories about the person who's passed. Mm-hmm. Oh, I remember this one time, Cal and I went on, went on a big surfing trip, blah, blah, blah. We don't talk about, yeah, you know, Cal, that guy, he was great. I love him. He was worth a billion dollars. He always spent money on me. He always paid dinner. He was the man. Mm-hmm. We don't say that. And it's not because we don't want to say it. It's because that's not how we remember people. So then why would we approach our business, our personal relationship, or anything else without that theme in mind? And if it's not in that theme, then human 
beware, you are choosing a path that most likely will seem like it's gonna go down a road, it's endless, it's gonna be blue sky, and you're gonna go bang, right into a dead end. And the moment you hit that dead end, guess what you're gonna do? Crap. Now I gotta go back down and start all over again. And it's not start all over again with like from start one, but it's start the next chapter based on authenticity, which is thematic, right? If I'm holding to my theme and I keep measuring against the theme, I don't have to get lost in the how. I stay focused on the what. What am I interested in experiencing? I choose to have fun in business. If it's not smooth, easy, and fun, I'm out. Because my health isn't worth it, and the bullshit's not worth it, and the arguing in the boardrooms, I've been there, done it, I'm not interested, I'm in it for the fun. Is every day gonna be fun? No, but if it isn't fun, guess what you get to do? How do I make this fun? Yeah. And I shift my focus, and that's how we start waking ourselves up to go. I don't want to be in this job anymore, or I, I don't want to be in the, the. I don't want my relationship to look like this anymore. And you can change your relationship with your significant other, or get into a relationship based on that theme. And so when you do that, now, my friend, and I speak for my own personal journey, my, and I'll speak only for myself at this moment. That's when all of this freedom opened up. Freedom of choice freedom to be who I choose to be, freedom to hang out with people I want to hang out with, freedom to do any business model I choose to do to engage with anybody who comes to the quest, how I choose to engage them. As long as the theme is fun, then it's easy. It's easy. I don't have to get into, yo, Cal, I need to know your resume and your bank account. I need to know what your past exits are. And you know, are you qualified to be a CEO? And what makes you different than so-and-so? What's your competitive market advantage? And those are all really cool things that sound like you know what the hell you're talking about. And most people do to a certain degree, but cut the crap a lot don't because we don't teach that in school. We don't teach you at the basic school. We teach, hey, Kyle, if you take this test, we're going to give you a good grade so we can get our tax dollars. So you'll be educatedly yep. brilliant, but you'll be life stupid. Oh, great. That's, that's called slavery. I don't care what you call it. And don't matter what color you are, what gender you are, it's slavery, kids. Yeah. So let's get done with this and go back to freedom. And freedom comes from fun. But yet, if you remember, somewhere around high school, all of us were told, hey, you need to get serious now. You know, high school's almost over. You need to know what you need to do for a life career. You got to figure out what you want to do. And we shifted from fun, which we had just spent the last 15 years mastering. Mm. Yeah. That's what we were educated to do was to have fun, to be a kid. But now all of a sudden you're not supposed to be a kid anymore. Well, but I haven't been trained to be an adult. What the hell do you want me to do? Oh, well, you better go out and find it. Oh, I'm back to the dark again. Right. Holy crap. And we have done this for yeah. centuries now to the point where we go, and yet we have the arrogance to go, we're the most enlightened creature on the planet. Really? I don't see dolphins doing that. I don't see lions doing that. I see lions doing what lions do, and that's what lions teach other lions to do. I see zebras being zebras, and I see hippopotamus being hippo. and I've been to the Serengeti, and I've watched it, because it's untouched by man. And you see it, and you're going, you know, the funny thing is, Maybe we're too damn smart for our own good. Honestly. Go back to some simple thematics. Uh, Fun, happiness, joy. We're only here. You're a grain of sand in the beach of time. Calm down. Relax. Have fun. Smoke a bowl. Do some ayahuasca. Do whatever it is you need to do to get this wizard brain of yours to stop being on overdrive on the how, how, how. It's not like you can control it anyway. It's got the crap. Half of anxiety and stress is based on an ideology of controlling a future event that never occurs. Yeah. I don't know what you guys call that in whatever part of the world you're all listening to Cal show on, but let me make it simple for you. That's called being nuts on the ride. <laughs> it's just real simple. It's just simple. Let's just call it what it is. You're making yourself insane. And why? Because you are being ruled by the whims of a man-made mind. 
but that's not who you are. You know, the Japanese have a great saying that says, you know, if I pull out my sword and I lop off your head, problem solved, but you still exist. How's that possible? And then you start to understand there is something bigger going on than you, self-centered, centered in self. And if you move it to fun, all you have to do is go, Cal, I'm not having fun. Are you having fun? If you go, no, we go, stop. What makes it fun right now? Hmm. And if neither one of you can come up fun, stop. All you're going to do is program each other in your business, in your relationship with your kids, whatever you're doing specifically to the business model and your customers, that it's going to be arduous. It's going to be laborious. It's going to be argumentative. It's going to be, I got to get mine before you get yours. But I've never met anybody who can get theirs before they give it somebody else. It's not possible. Nobody is self-made. It's the biggest load of crap in the history of life. You're not self-made. There's everybody involved. Yeah. And then you move into that gratitude of why shouldn't everybody be involved? Mm. Why not? We all want to throw a big party, but it's hard to throw a party when you're by yourself. I mean, <laughs> I've done it. It sucks. Right. I was like, all right. I mean, it's right. not really a party at the end of the day. No. <laughs> well, not unless you're up here and, you know, you know, okay, I'm going to go talk to myself. Well, and that's a, now we're moving into other realms, right? Mm. Okay, that's a, whole other, that's a whole other show. But when we look at it and you go, wait a minute, why can't we just go quest for adventure? It's the mm. next chapter. And we get into the space of, of being afraid. Like, what are you afraid of? Fear. Yeah. You feel what are you afraid of? Afraid of failing. You already did because you haven't started. You quit. Mm. You quit before you ever commit. You quit, and we are all notorious for doing it, myself included. It took me years to figure out the model between quit and committing. People are like, "Oh, I'm committed in my relationship." Really? How come? How can you look at porn? How can you look at Instagram? How can you look at TikTok? How come everything in one of those platforms always has sex orientation it somewhere? I'm not saying sex is bad. Don't get me wrong. I'm, I get it. What I'm saying is, do you look? Of course you do, because it's through the seven, eight point eight billion people out there. The question is, why are you looking? Right? Why? Mm-hmm. Why? Because you're looking to get stimulated, looking to have some sort of feeling again. You've become numb. And really, let's boil this down. Let's just throw it out here, Cal. I'm gonna throw it let's on the show and it. just get to the quest, man. <laughs> you want to know what thematic learning is? The heart of the thematic learning is to rescue ourselves and to rescue our hearts from mediocrity from doing the same crap over and over again and watching life literally pass us by from our own self-hypnotic sequencing, being up here all the time. And we, I, I cannot tell you how many calls we get, how many, when we're doing the live events or people are downloading the app, they're going through the quest and they call and say, I don't know what my purpose is. I, I don't have any passion anymore. I'm like, what do you mean you don't know what your purpose is? Excuse me? Uh, what do you mean you don't know? I'm like, maybe it's a sequencing issue. And what do you mean? I'm like, well, what do you like to have fun in? Well, I like to travel. Okay, that was easy. Yeah, but, and then I get all the list of the reasons uh-huh. why they can't travel. I'm like, really? I'm like, you mean you couldn't grab a backpack right now and just start take, start walking? Hmm. Well, yeah, I could. Okay, so you have choice. Right. But you get to own the choices that you're making. And we don't want to own those choices, Cal, because that requires a little bit of self-reflection. And when we look at some of the choices we make, we recognize we made choices based on other person's programming, commonly called the four pillars, mother, father, religion, and culture. And I'm not saying religion or culture are bad, but they do have massive influences on how we yeah. view the world. And until we unpack that and go, do I really believe what I believe? Or am I just believing it because I was told to? And we all do. There's nothing wrong with it. There's no guilt or shame. And when people go, no, it's not your fault. Bullshit. It is your fault because you have the right to choose anytime you want. You choose. Like you said at the top of the show, and I agree 100%. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we have a choice. The problem is we don't have a blueprint for it. And that's what scares us. 
We don't have a blueprint of, hey, if I make this choice, this is gonna pop, the world's not gonna fall apart, you know, a la, you know, chicken little, the sky is falling, if you will. We, we, we gotta, and when the quest takes you through and when we put you into the fantasy realm where you now are exploring, right? And you can explore consequential responses. You can explore how you show up, how your customers show up, how your, how your relationship shows up. How's my sales and messaging? What are my purposes? And I can explore over here with a bunch of other people that are exploring all around the globe doing the same thing, all on the same quest. And boom, you apply it to reality. Now all of a sudden going into that space of exploration, into that space of fantasy, into that space has a purpose. Now you get to ignite your passion here because you feel it viscerally, you feel it in your being. And the moment that happens, brain rewires itself automatically because it's just a big ass computer. Just make it what it is. Of the computers we're talking on right now it's no different mm. but we've been told it's that it's us i'm like mm. there is no your brain doesn't feel mm-hmm. it interprets feelings you feel down here in your being in your body and the mm. nervous system that's a whole parasympathetic sympathetic system you can go as fancy as you want to go bottom line is you feel it and if you ain't mm. feeling it then the real thematic learning that we are all especially in the last couple of years we've all gone through in a global stance is to truly quest to rescue our heart from mediocrity, catapult ourselves over our objectionable excuses, our what ifs, our fears, and all that. Catapult right over those walls and be free to explore the adventure of a lifetime. Okay. That's the blueprint. And we walk you through that blueprint in a fun way that flies right to your business and watch your business grow all by itself. Hmm. It literally happens. And it's not a magical pill, it's you already are magic. You forgot that you were. Right. You were told not to be magical. You were told not to be a daydreamer because daydreamers don't really yeah. yeah, you need to fall in line. Mm-hmm. And you look at school. You That's exactly up. what it is, yeah. yeah. I have the perfect it's indoctrination. Yeah. Exactly. And there's only one other place that occurs. Military. Prison, military. <laughs> well, prison, military. Anything yeah. that is conforming to a, a, an ideology, but it's still yeah. that same thing. Do as we say. Speak when spoken to. Raise your hand because you're val- not valuable unless I determine or we determine you're valuable to listen to. And you have to be just like every all the other boys and girls. Well, how is that possible? Yeah. How the hell do I do that? Yeah, that's not how a lot of people learn. I mean, it's not how I learn. That's for sure. Nobody learns that way. We learn in emotional states. We learn when we're having fun. You learn instantly. I don't need to take you through a 19-day workshop or a five-month process or program in my high-ticket item event. No disrespect to my fellow high-ticket items and say, you don't need to do that. But what if we change our educational system into a learning system, right? It's not, it's not a learning system right now. It's, it's, we educate you on what we want you to be, and then we kick you out, and then you got to go figure out what to do for your life. Yeah. I'm talking about learning, learning who you are from the age of seven how to transform, how to understand how you show up, how to explore your warrior, your wizard, your bard, your jester, using all parts of you holistically, which is what that word actually means. Holistic, <laughs> right? Oh. What a concept, right? <laughs> you know, what a concept. And we explore it and make it fun. Fun. I mean, most people, you ask them, did you like school? Loved the social aspect of school, loved the sports, loved all the things that were you know, all of what we considered ancillary to school. But school itself, most people go, sucked. Yeah, what's like, that? Like, yeah, I'm like, well, then, well, why did I have to spend 12 years of it before I was considered graduated? Hmm. I mean, let's be honest. I learned everything I needed to know by the time I was in ninth grade. Everything else was just redundancy. Yeah, you just go over it again. Yeah. Okay. You know, math in a little bit more detail, maybe, but the rest of it is. Right. But if I'm shit. not going to be a mathematician or I'm not going to be the next Stephen Hawking, why am I studying that? 
And here's a great question. And I ask all of you out there and reply to Cal's show on this because I'm, I'm just morbidly curious. I don't like well-rounded people. I don't know many <laughs> well-rounded people. In fact, I don't like oh, well-rounded people because they just keep going around about the same stupid crap. I like mm. people who are specialized masters. But here's the thing, and this is what we talk about in the quest and all of us are, we're all misfits. I don't act, walk, talk like doctors are supposed to. My partners don't either. And yet between the four of us, we have 110 years of real world experience in businesses and running things and working with at-risk youth and building companies, helping cultures and sales and marketing. This is what we've done. This is what we love doing because we're in the people business. But when you look at us, what we really discovered, and I invite all of you out there to look at this, the misfit that you were in middle school and high school that was indoctrinated out of you because you were told you were a geek, you were a dork, you were too tall, you were too short, you weren't this, you weren't that, you needed to do all of this. That misfitness is where your mastership lives. And we have spent most of our lives trying not to be the misfit that we are. And yet when we are trying to fit our piece, our misfit piece into the big puzzle of life, we get robbed of our own piece down here And we don't really ever fit in because we're trying to shave the edges because it doesn't fit. You being the misfit is exactly what fits in the puzzle of life. And that's why, you know, in the quest, it's like, look, we help you find the missing pieces because you've shaved off the pieces that made you the master that you already were. You're the misfit in you is exactly what we need. I don't need another conformed person. I need a freaking dork, a geek. I need a comedian. I need someone who's willing to wear dreadlocks or wear their hat backwards or wear a hoodie. I don't give a crap, but the misfit in you is where your mastership lives. And you have been told I did too, that you being a misfit is exactly what's not needed. Mm. I'm here to tell you, I'm a PT Barnum fan. PT Barnum has had an influence on my life since I was 15 (laughs) years old. And I am, I'm proud to say, yes, I am king of the circus misfits because Mm -hmm. I love misfits. I'll take the underdog. I'll take the misfits. I'll take the dorks, the geeks. I'll take them all. Why? It's the better story, man. Yeah. And they're authentic. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I've done the cool kids thing, man. It sucks. I'm not saying it's not cool to be a cool kid. Uh, That's a cool click if you're in it, Mm -hmm. but I've tried to be in it. It's not my bailiwick. Why? Because I don't give a crap about clout. I don't give a crap about whether I don't care. I care about people, man. I care about, I want, I want people when they, you know, go to a funeral, they go, damn, that was a celebration, man. I'm going to miss the adventure with that guy or that gal. I'm going to miss laughing with them. I'm going to be being a dork with them because I could be myself and being you is exactly what your business needs. It's exactly what's going to make you successful. You stop, you try not to be you and to fit in and to fit into all these social media platforms and to do the what's supposed to be done. You're just another kid on the block. I a pig Floyd. You're just another brick in the wall, man. <laughs> but guess what? Be the glue that binds the bricks because that's the misfit in you. No one, no one pays attention to the, the actual cement or the grout. They look at the bricks or the tiles. I'm like, uh-uh. What do you think holds all that crap together? Uh, the misfit. The part that doesn't fit in because it's the moldable the part so the brick can sit on solid ground. It's the misfits. It's us that are making this thing jam. And we have been told for decades that you being the misfit and not fitting in, well, you're weird. You're you, you're odd. You're unique. Well, he's interesting or she's interesting. Well, would you rather they be boring? It doesn't make sense. So we had then try to go into business model with all these themes in our head that are contradictory to who we are in our inner themes. And we're constantly at war and you feel it in your chest and you feel it in your throat because we don't speak our truths because we're afraid to. Yeah. We're afraid to yell that. Cal's going to think Travis is a dork. 
I am. Society is, it's not nice. I mean, okay, so you're saying this and it's, it's, I mean, wonderful. Makes sense. It's it's the direction everyone wants to go in, but pragmatically looking at it, society, our culture at least, I can't speak for everyone's, our culture, the one that I grew up in, is vehemently against someone being the misfit, someone stepping out of line. I'll come. Let's play Uh, this game. How okay. Come? Well, you know what? What keeps society going? You need cogs to keep the machine running properly. You need people who go and do these do certain we? jobs and do these certain do things. We? That's we're proving right now we don't. That's what we're made to believe. So when you want to step out and say, "Okay, I don't want to just go to a job for the next forty or fifty years of my life and have nothing to show for it when I'm sixty-five, and then just you know go on and die or start to right. live my best life then," like I want to be and do what I want right now. And, like, society pushes back. Like, I've got a voice in my head every single day that's like, you know, you should just cut this out. You should just get a normal job and do this normal stuff and just, just lay it all down. That's uh-huh. the hard part. Like, how do you break out here's of Here's my response. Listen to what you just said. And, mm-hmm. family, I want everybody to listen. Replay this podcast if you have to. Cal just said, hey, I'm just going to lay down. That's the rescuing we're talking about. That is the slowest death you can imagine. That is the worst way to kill yourself is slowly breath by breath by breath walking yourself into things you know you don't like and when people say hey travis but you know you know you're you're a master hypnotist i'm like yeah but i'm a reverse hypnotist I'm like, what do you mean i'm like i can't hypnotize you because your ass is already under you right. hypnotize yourself to believe crap that you know is not true my job is to use hypnosis to help you wake yourself up from your own self-hypnosis you're already wakened and woken down here it's up here where you're up here messing with your own head and you're mind foxing yourself, if I can use the pun. And I go, wait a minute. It's about the quest to rescue your heart. You want to know why you don't have passion anymore? Because you laid down. Because you kill. I'm not saying you, Cal. I'm using that as an example. And say, we laid down because we were told society. My response is, there's an arc to it. You just look at the arc of the journey. And every journey is the same. And I'm not talking about the hero's journey, although that's great. Mm-hmm. The, the arc is the same. I choose to live the life that feels good for me. I'm going to get resistance. Friends, family, people are going to say you're nuts. No, no different than when someone gets divorced. All of a sudden, you thought you had a lot of friends. Now you don't have any. They're all gone because they only liked you based on that frame. Okay, so now you get to learn, right? Cool, got it. That chapter is now done. You've explored it. So society gives you pushback. You start to doubt it. Then you do the work. That's the moment of choice. Do I really dive in and I hold to my theme? My theme is to have fun. If it's not fun, I'm going to hold to it. And you're gonna to hold to it with a bunch of behesting and people going, Cal, that is the dumbest thing. You ain't gonna have fun, man. This is a job. You need to get whatever, shut up. It's my journey. And they're, both of us are gonna end up broken dead anyway. So calm down. I'm gonna enjoy my life. You can go do what you need to do. That's cool. God bless you, however you wanna frame that. Then all of a sudden you start to continue to have fun and they see it. And then they go, you know, that Cal guy, he's a light, man. He's a leader. You know, he's, I want to be like him because you know what? He holds to this thing. He's holding thematically. Uh-huh. And then finally it comes around back circle. Now you're the big success. Now you're the star. They're like, I always knew you were going to make it, man. You were, there's something different about you. I'm like, man, fool, there's something about everybody. What are you talking about? So Don't it's a necessary process? It's like, not it, necessary, uh, but it's the one we've created. And right. part of what the quest does is helps you see that make it thematically fun, apply it to your business so that you're affecting more people because you don't have to, and and let's talk about this light thing for a second. My fellow friends out there, can I just be a knucklehead for 30 seconds? Can you guys stop with this bullshit about you need to be enlightened? Stop it. 
You're already freaking enlightened. Calm down. Okay? The reason you're not enlightened is because you're an enlightened being who's choosing to, choosing to act like you're not enlightened. You mm-hmm. can become enlightened anywhere. You, where'd you come from? Oh, I came from my mom and dad. No, you didn't. You came from wherever you believe you came from and you go back there. So you were already enlightened and you came down here to have this beautiful adventure as the great Alan Watts said, you know, life doesn't define death, death defines life. So calm down, you're already enlightened. Stop this crap that you need to all of a sudden be this spiritual woo woo and you gotta all the, be you. Stop trying to, as, as my partner Aaron says, he says, it's not about you being a better you, man. It's about you finally just being you. Yeah. Knock it off. <laughs> Right? And then it. you start to realize you've always been enlightened. So all this stuff you see on social media, you're like, you need to be enlightened, bro. You need to really just hold to the light. Oh, I'm sorry. So darkness doesn't exist in you. You never get angry. You don't have sadness. You don't have grief. You don't have shame. You don't have any of those. You don't have any of that. Then you're truly lying to yourself. Not because a real that's human. A, that's a part of you. Mm-hmm. That's a part of you. And the moment you ignore that, the moment you won't look at the profane within yourself, the moment you will look at sometimes you, you know, you're a barbarian, sometimes you're vampiric, sometimes you're a necromancer, sometimes you're a dragon asshole. Okay, yes, Travis could be an asshole too, but that's a part of you. And to say that that doesn't exist, I'm only going to focus on the light. You are literally walking away from more than half of who you are. So how can you holistically show up to anything when you're lying to me and to you? Lying to me is one thing, but lying to yourself, man, the only person who screwed that deal. And I know I did it, man. I'm not pontificating like I'm all that in a bag of chips. I'm the pickle on the side. Don't be fooled. Remember, I'm the dork in the family. I'm the guy that went, I tried to be the bag of chips. And guess what I found out? It's full of hot air. I don't like being full of hot air unless I'm on a hot air balloon over the Serengeti. Now, that's interesting to me. But beyond that, it's a waste of time. Mm-hmm. So this whole enlightened thing, we go on the search to become enlightened. Again, you already are. You never weren't. You just decided to be the amazing enlightened creature, this amazing architect who said, you know what we're going to do, Cal? We're going to act like we forget for a while. We're going to forget we're enlightened. We're going to go be knuckleheads for a while. We're going to go act human and play, thematically, play that we don't know that we're enlightened so we can go on an adventure to find our enlightenedness. Okay, so why don't we just call that what it is? An adventure within itself that you created. Because once you recognize that, you're like, dang, I've been really, really working way too hard at this. Mm. And you're like, yeah. It's because the theme you've been indoctrinated in is to become an adult. To go be responsible, pay your obligations, you know, do the right thing. Of course, according to whom is always my question, right? Thing exactly. Yeah. Right? Let's start with that model. Right? That's, a whole other, that's a whole other rabbit hole. <laughs> and then most importantly, and then try to put all of that into my business, whether I'm an entrepreneur, solopreneur, CEO, online, offline, coach, teacher, trainer, it doesn't matter. You're still in the people business. But if you don't understand how you show up and what it really means in a fun way, You'll, be, you'll spend your entire life trying to find, 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 only to find death. Mm. And it comes in a slower form because death is coming for us all. Indeed. Life's a choice. Life's a choice. So the question becomes, are you willing to go on an adventure to rescue your heart? Because your heart's what's making it work, man. When that thing stops beating, it's over. And I don't mean the physical part. I'm talking the emotional heart. The one that is the passion, the doer, the one that says I'm willing to climb that mountain even though I'm exhausted and I'm tired, but I'm having fun doing it because guess what I know? In a certain period of time, this part's going to be over, and damn, I'm going to be looking back going, Cal, remember when we thought we were going to quit back there? That and that mountain? Look where yeah. we are now, man. Mm-hmm. Shit, I wish we could do it all over again. You can. Let's go have another adventure. But that's, have another adventure. And let go of that. Let go. I mean, I look at founders and coaches and teachers and facilitators. The number one challenge I see is they are so invested in that thing, in their business. 
Like, it's the only one that's ever been created. Really? I mean, I hate to break it to you people. It's just another version, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. But let it go. Sell it. Let someone else take it better. Take your exit and go find the next adventure. There is, unless you are doing, even Jeff Bezos stepped down after 20 years of Amazon, said, I'm out. I'm going to go fly my rocket to space because I can, because it's fun. What a concept. Tesla. <laughs> <laughs> made all the money I want to make. Elon Musk is like, yo, I'm gonna smoke. A, I'm gonna smoke a joint with my boy Rogan. And guess what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna go to Mars. Cool. Let's go. Why not? And what a so, concept. <laughs> what a concept. Why not? Right. I mean, the hell, Star Trek is real. So let's make it real. I mean, we we all talk on these phones now. Is that where we learned it from? Hey, Scotty, beam me up. Holy it's crap! Not. Here we are. So when we look at creativity, it's because we're in the fantasy realm. That's where we create from because there are no rules. There are no cognitive limitations. There are no can'ts and won'ts. There is just pure creation. So if we're talking about pure creation, my friends, boys and girls, you're already enlightened. You just haven't accessed the light because you've been hanging out in the dark claiming that you're looking for the light, commonly called consciousness or ego. Make this fun, drop in the thematic quest on, again, Literally catapult yourself right over your own objections. You'll literally do it. People go, I need to work on my objections, Travis. I'm like, objections to what? <laughs> well, you know, when I'm doing my sales thing, people say, da, da, da. I'm like, catapult right over them. Boom. Once we show you how to go into the fantasy realm, they'll go with you because that's what they really want. They don't want to be sold the same old boring crap up here. And I'm not saying make crap up. I'm saying take them to the fantasy realm where things are possible. Because when the possible, we're free. And when we're free, we create. When we create, we have fun. When we have fun, we'll go, man. We're not right. afraid. So we all want to. We all want to be a, uh, not afraid. Go ahead, Travis. Sorry. No, no, I, I love letting you go. You're just you're just getting it done. I just, I love it. Um, so you filled my mind with a lot of great things. I, I love your perspective on enlightenment because I share the same thing. Like I said yeah. earlier in in the show that uh, you know I'm writing a book right now actually um, about enlightenment and the revelation I had about this is it like you are already enlightened and you're going on a journey to search for your enlightenment it's like me trying to be a black man I already am (laughs) it's right it's like me trying to be an Italian hey knucklehead you're Italian no no I gotta eat spaghetti you know no you're already there shut up (laughs) it's nonsense so what's a good method if you if you would mind sharing, I know it's it's probably coveted secret. I don't know, but uh, it's like what is what would you say for for anyone listening? Is your method of getting to that phantom place? Like uh, you mentioned a breathing technique. I'm I'm all into holotropic breathing and all the different yogic oh. breaths and all that business. You know, Perfect. every all that stuff out there. But, Perfect. You know, and explain like what what it does to the mind. Because I'm yeah, always so, really interested in how that works. Yeah, it's funny you should mention holotropic and somatotropic breathing. One of the other quest masters, our partners, and my dear friend and brother, along with all the partners, is a Sipu John Goff, who is a master Qigong master. You know, and he teaches we teach breathing specifically in business application. Why? Number one fear: public speaking. Yep. And what people don't really understand. So here's a quick sequence where you can see it. I am, this is what we're talking about going from fantasy to reality. And I'm quoting reality, meaning this 3D conscious plane that we call humanity. Sure. We have this fight or flight mechanism. We all have it. But we believe that fight or flight is triggered by endemic threats, i.e. a grizzly bear or a gun. And yes, those are real. I get it. But it's the more microcosmic fight or flights that we don't pay attention to that really create stress models for us. And here's how it works. So, for example, you're going to go make your big sales presentation. You're going to do a go live. You're going to go do your new marketing video so you can put your lander together, whatever. 
right? Or you're going to speak in front of the largest audience you've ever done, 500, 5,000, 10 million, whatever, doesn't matter to me. You get nervous, anxious. Why? Because you've interpreted that as anxiousness as opposed to excitement. The bridge between those two experiences is breathing. Fear is excitement without breathing. Sifu John Gough comes in and teaches seven very distinct techniques along the quest at the very particular time and point in the point of the architecture where you can go, I know how to breathe walking into a presentation. And now the fear of public speaking, which is number one to this day, which still boggles my mind. I'm like, really? Uh, but it is. Okay. Is I stop breathing. Here's the problem. When I stop breathing because I'm anxious or I'm in stress, my fight or flight mechanism is identical to my body. My body cannot make the distinction that that's a grizzly bear or an audience I'm speaking to. The feeling is identical at a visceral level. Mm-hmm. At a subconscious programming level, here's the problem. I walk out on stage and I'm panicked or I'm freaked out. I lock up and I stop breathing. The moment I do that, these are still recording everything that's going on around me and it's recording internally what's going on inside of me and it immediately associates in programs with fear because I stopped breathing and it puts a program and says every time I go to public speaking Cal I suck I'm like Mm. no you stopped breathing and I don't mean just like although that's a start I'm talking about truly breathing life and how do you need to know that here's the science panic kids I'll make it really simple when you stop breathing you die Hey, there it is. It's done. <laughs> so when we do these mini stop breathing, what we're doing is slowly killing ourselves into mediocrity. We are killing ourselves into the event and the lack of adventure. We are killing ourselves of the enlightenment we are. We are killing our own quest because that was the whole reason you went after that stage or that presentation is because you wanted to have it. But when you got there, you freaked out because this thing, this wizard brain of yours started going, but Cal, it has to be perfect and they've got to close it. And if I don't close this, I'm going to lose everything because I'm all in on this one and risk and I need this conversion. And, da, 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 and I'm like, what the hell does that have to do with right now? Mm. Again, stress and anxiety is caused by, again, trying to control an event that hasn't occurred yet or it never really occurs. And when we stop breathing, we now program ourselves at the subconscious level that that's who we are. That's, we suck at public speaking. We suck at sales, one of my favorite ones. We suck at sales, I'm like, did you ever go on a date? Like, yeah, I'm like, you sold yourself, cut the crap. They did too, it's a sales pitch. Anyway, you slice it. You just valued that one differently than you value business because you think business is separate from you. And I'm like, show me where it is. It's not. The days of nine to five have been gone for 30 years. It's 24 seven, baby. We live in a global world online. It never stops, man. And we designed it that way. So you get to choose how much you want to participate. And again, it goes back to being self-centered versus centered in self. The world doesn't revolve around you, but you are the center of your world. Therefore, everything comes and emits from you. I know that sounds woo-woo easy, but it's based on science. So we take you and we take it. I know people go, that's well, Mike, okay, that's fine. That's cool. fine. Cool, man, I'll jam with you. I've, I've, I've done with grandmother and grandfather. I get it. I've, I've, I've seen the prisms. I've been there. Mm. But that's still a fantasy realm. And that's mm. why people access it so they can bring that awareness and that learning, that enlightenment. I saw God. I'm like, okay, can you, you can do them both. It's your journey. It doesn't matter. You can always access it. And so when mm. you come to that space of, wait a minute, and we're going to be reiterating, it's owning the simple choice that being me is exactly what my business needs. It's exactly what my relationship needs and it's exactly what my body needs because being anything else puts you in a contradictory and quasi vampiric state against yourself where you are slowly draining yourself 
in this internal conflict. And that's why we need to go on the quest. And the reason we start with business first is because most people believe business is separate from themselves and they define themselves by their business. My success, my, my, my uh, money rate, my clout, my Instagram following or my LinkedIn or whatever the social media measure. You know, I'm, I'm this or that, I'm master of the universe. I'm like, are you? Mm -hmm. I'm like, show me one person that's mastered it. I've yet to meet one. I've even heard one. What are you talking about? The end result is the same, broken mm -hmm. dead. Again, so we're back to, it's a chapter. So when you look at that, it's a really simple step. Fear is excitement without breathing. It's about excitement. But again, they feel so similar to our body and we're so used to feeling excitement when we were younger. And now we're so used to feeling fear as we've left high school and university because we don't know what we don't know because we don't have the blueprint. We weren't educated to be adults. We weren't educated for this transformational crap. We weren't educated to go out and be business people. Even with your MBA, most MBAs don't know diddly squat about real business. And it's like saying, just because you got, you know, you're a real estate broker, you understand contract law. No, you understand the template that the department of real estate gave you. And you understand the card of negotiation because you're in the people business. Cool. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't mean you understand contract law, right? It's the same thing. I'm like, again, they try to make us well-rounded to do what? It's Roll around in a circle. It's stupid specialize in what you want to explore making the thematic your key fun looking at yeah. you being you like is what's exactly what your business needs and anything else will tear will veer you off into other detours they'll all be part of your adventure and there's no right or wrong they're gonna be part of your adventure is it just you choosing the adventure you want or is the adventure choosing you based on the program and what you think it's supposed to look like and often it's been my experience, both personally and professionally, it doesn't look the way you think it's gonna look. And that's why I always caution people of, hey, I understand guided imagery more than I can count. I am an NLP master trainer. I got all these degrees and all this other crap. But here's the simple thing. The moment you say it's gotta look like that and you put it on your wall or you write it in your journal, what you're really saying is, I am smarter than the entire universe. So that's exactly what's gonna make me happy. That's exactly how it's gonna show up. And if it doesn't, well, I got two words for you. Boom. And that's what you say to the universe. And that's what you say to your business. That's what you say to your partners. That's what you say to your customers. That's what you say on social media. And then you wonder why your business tanks and why we have 52 million people who qualify as entrepreneurs in the United States. And we have 627,000 new businesses formed every year with an 80 plus percent fail rate in the first 12 months because of those ideologies. The quest takes them out of the equation and says, here's a blueprint. Here's the four of us who spent literally our entire lives mastering our part of the castle to help you build a legacy. So you know your passion, your purpose, your mission, and your vision, and you leave the legacy because that's all we all really want anyways, is to leave the legacy that we were here, man, that we left our mark on society. We weren't just another brick in the wall, but we were the mortar that held other bricks build another part of the wall on this castle of legacy of time. That's where we're really at. So in order to, you can achieve all that you want, and you can escape the now by jumping in this fantasy, reorganizing it, showing you how to do it based on science and thematic fun, wham, slam it right back in your alley, boom, and your quest changes instantaneously. And when, when then here's the and here's the big part. People go, yeah, Travis, that sounds really great. That, uh, that's all for the wealthy people. Yeah, it's $2.99 a month. Maximum you can spend is 36 bucks in the quest. That's it. 
Mm-hmm. So give me another, give me another objection. I just catapulted right over that one too. Oh, that's too good to be true. Oh, okay. So you're still chasing enlightenment. I see. All right. That's fair. <laughs> Let me know when you get there, man. Cause yeah. we're all in the light waiting for you to show up. It's like showing up to your own birthday party, recognizing that everyone planned the party and you had no idea what's going on. We're like, yeah, we've been here the whole time. Yeah. And again, it's not about being right or wrong. And it's not about being enlightened or not enlightened. We're all of it already. We already are. And we can go as woo-woo down that rabbit hole as you want to go, audience. Here's the bottom line. It's going to come back to themes. There's no way around it. The theme is, what theme is your life operating on? And are you willing to dive into the dungeon of yourself and own it? I am, my theme is based on being a pain in the ass. My theme is based on bitching and moaning about politics and religion. My theme is about bitching and moaning about the system and the conspiracy. Great. Just own that that's what's going to be around and your audience will also be around that same philosophy. You can call that vibratory, you can call that energy vibration, you can call that chakra alignment, you can call that heebie-jeebies, you can call it Tesla's formula of 369. I don't care. Oh, what the hell you want? We got a lot of names Uh, for stuff. Yeah, pick pick the name, man. But the theme is the same. Mm -hmm. So my question to you is, and I always ask the audience is the same. Are you ready to have fun? Definitely. And I marvel, I marvel, Cal, at the first time we ask that question, because all four of us always ask that same question. You ready to have fun? And they'll go, yeah. Wow. You yeah. must be the life of the party, bro. You're killing me. Let's do that again. Well, you're gonna have fun, and then they'll go, yeah. And I'm like, okay. So that was a, now we've just shown two polar extremes of how you're trying to fit into what you think the answer is going to be, as opposed to what's really fun. Uh-huh. We just proved it right there. Just one one simple question with two different responses. Mm-hmm. All we did is ask it again, and they do, yeah. I'm like, oh, yelling louder really makes you have more fun. Okay, got it. Cool, cool. How come you don't yell in your in your board meetings? This is right. Our mm. quarterly me, our quarterly KPIs suck. This is fun. What are we going to do to make this fun? I don't hear anybody saying that. Mm. So fun becomes again when you really own it, having fun, and the quest becomes rescuing our heart from mediocrity and really looking at how do I make everything fun if that's the theme that you want. But the reason we start with fun is because again, it can't be taken from you. You have it in spades. You never run out of it. No one needs to teach you how to have fun. We might need to give you a roadmap to show how other things can be fun that you haven't programmed yourself to have fun. That's fair. We'll do that. We'll get through the pit of excuses. We'll deal with the top seven fears you're going to go through in business. We'll help so your business is structured right so you have a blueprint for all your employees, how to build a proper team to their misfit mastership that they are so that you're, and here, by the way, let's dispel this if I can just throw that to people. This whole like attract like thing, stop it. Stop it. It is the worst thing you can do to yourself because like doesn't learn from like. Like learns from unlike. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if I'm hanging out with Cal, Cal is this deep, brilliant jester who knows how to be in his being and really is contemplating some deep ass philosophy that's like, damn, that was dope, bro. I don't wanna I'm gonna I'm gonna sit there, I'm gonna go hang out with you because you're in jester mode. And jester mode of the you know, they're beers, man. They're they're like it's all good, it's just a journey, calm down, right? Mm-hmm. They're not clowns. They're very grounded people, but they're grounded in the truth of themselves. And we need that in our teams. And we're so scared of that because sometimes they'll point us in a different direction that doesn't, our wizard brain goes, no, 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 that's not what the analytics say. Yeah, but the analytics aren't always right. In fact, history dictates that some of the greatest uh, battles of wars have been won by, hey, this is my instinct. This is my intuition. Some businesses, they all know the famous FedEx story about how FedEx was literally a roll of the dice away and Vegas before I'm going into oblivion. Now it's a multi-billion trillion dollar company that's been around for you know decades. Mm-hmm. Same kind of concept. So into I didn't know that. This <laughs> yeah. is good to know. Yeah. Now it's a household name, FedEx. Mm-hmm. You know, FedEx. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when you come to that space, 
it's about questioning to ourselves to go in there and go, hey man, let's, let's look at this from that perspective. Let's have some fun with it. Let's jump into the fantasy realm. We're gonna take you onto a medieval quest to reclaim your throne. Most people don't even know what throne they're sitting on, right? And I don't mean, I'm not talking about your toilet. I'm talking about your business. What's the thrill throne you're sitting on? What is the legacy of you that you're building? What is the point of all this stuff you're doing, which is the warrior part of you, and thinking you're getting somewhere, the wizard part of you, your bard who's constantly talking about it, because that's the passion, because that's better than not. And the jester goes, are you sure this is the right direction? Is this, this doesn't feel right. This feels like we're going down the road. But this will talk us out of it. Oh, because we're such good hypnotists. I mean, we are masters at it. I and promise say, you, man. <laughs> I mean, people really are. I'm like, people, you guys, I'm like, yes, I'm, I'm trained in it. I have a doctorate in it. I've, you know, I've hypnotized over a million people, blah, 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 blah. And I pale in comparison to what people can do to their own mind. I'm like, you guys are master hypnotists. Would you be willing to do a little reverse thematic hypnosis and wake yourself up? Right? I can't wake you up. I don't have that power. And anybody who tells you they wake you up is a full ass out lying. They can't. Lovers wake you up as you because you're already enlightened. You're already then. You just chose not to be for a while. And there's nothing wrong with that unless you choose to kick your own butt. Again, now we're back to that model again. There's another theme. Oh, I've got to feel guilty and shameful. And I'm not talking about having a moralistic code. I'm talking about why are you kicking your own butt about something that's already done? I know I did it for the better part of my 20s. I did. Because <laughs> I was like, you know, I was, a, I was a first-time father at 18 years old. I'm like, I have no idea what the hell I'm doing. My, you know, I, my, my life that was on plan, this, this is the plan I was on. This is what my dad programmed to be. I'm going to be a PGA Tour professional golfer. This is the world. This is all that matters, Travis Fox. I can care less about school. School's a waste of time. I just want to memorize everything, give it back to him. Like, this is easy. I'm going to go back and play golf. And then all of a sudden, my life changed, right? And then people go, well, aren't you sad that happened to you? I'm like, it didn't happen to me. This chose to override this and go, stop, Travis. You don't even love golf. You're doing it because you're doing it for your only way you can relate to your father. Your father and you cannot relate in any other way. You're playing golf for him. And it was my mentor that actually brought that to my awareness by saying, just curious, what do you love about golf? And I'm like, what do you mean? Right away, you know you're in problem. Someone says, what do you mean? And I was like, what do you mean? Well, what do you love about golf? Well, I love to travel. What does that have to do with golf? Well, golf is how I travel. No, no, no. Golf is what you're doing. You're traveling to another place to play golf, but you're making it a job. And when you make it a job, you're not in love and we all got into business to be in love we all got in business to enjoy the freedom of it we got in, we got we want to be in love with our business again we want to talk about that but we somehow sucked life out. i did the same thing and then when i became a first-time father and i had no clue i'm not saying i have a clue now don't be fooled right <laughs> I'm, I'm three times into this and you know my kids are all grown now and they're, they're all you know 10 fingers and 10 toes but to tell you that i have parenting down to a science i'd refer you to my partner aaron huey I and mean, this guy has been working with at-risk youth for 20 years at residential centers doing part of what we do at the quest of taking these kids in the fantasy realm, helping them reorganize it and recovery, recovery. And, and let's talk about that for the next two years, minimum parents out there, wake up. Our number one battle is not getting your kids back in school so you can breathe. Our number one battle is the mental health of our kids because we have no precedent or conduct or blueprint for a global pandemic where kids have been isolated in such proximities for such a long period of time. We have no idea. It, I mean, we are headed for a tsunami on a global aspect, much less the United States in particular, right? For a mental health breakdown yeah. of our children. And that now all of a sudden, it isn't the, it isn't the worrying about being the, the cement or the, the grout. There won't be another brick in the wall because all the bricks have all fallen down and there isn't a next generation. That's a problem. 
That's a yeah. problem we need to get hold of right the f now. Now, not five years from now. Yeah. Now. I feel I mean, like a species off. we have that problem of, well, it's not collapsing at this present moment, so we can worry about it when it collapses. But you know, that's it's never the solution. It seems yeah. like never. No, yeah. we love being reactive, don't we? Yeah, it's, it, that never works. It seems. Yeah. Well, I'm like, well, how come we're not being proactive? And yet, hmm. but everything we've discussed here, and everybody listening to this in, in your own thought processes, think about that. We tend to react after catastrophic events: a divorce, loss of a job, global pandemic, whatever. Right. Why, why does it take a re- why does it take a reaction for you to be proactive about something that is preciously and solely yours, your life's journey? Mm. Don't value it. I guess that's that's got to be the I, thing. Yeah. Why is there no value in it? Go down there. Let's play. Come on, man. I love where you're going. <laughs> why is there no value in it? Because you've been told to conform that the misfit in you mm. is the problem, and you've been trying to get that out of your life for decades now, and it's not possible because in the misfit that you are is where your mastership lives, and it's exactly what the human tapestry puzzle that we call Earth needs to fit. I don't need another square piece. I got a bunch of other square pieces. I need the misfit that's got 15 different angles that goes bang, that only you can fit in. And you stop trying to get it out of you and start trying to beat it out of your system and to fall into this category of what you think it's supposed to look like. And guess what? How's that worked out for you? (laughs) Terribly. You know, yeah. For me, it drove me nuts. I was like, this sucks. I've been in this game for 30 years. And I went, I can't be the guy that stands in front of this room again telling people how to change their lives, go buy my stuff for $24,000, $30,000 in the back, knowing that 80 plus percent would never do a damn thing with it. That's not a legacy, man. Not in my book. My book, that's not a legacy. Because guess what? It's forgettable. It's forgettable. I don't want to be forgettable. I want people's lives changed. And when I changed me, it changed automatically. Because I can't change people. I'm not that powerful. Anybody who says they can change people is just full of shit. I'll just say, you're just lying your ass off, man. You're so full of shit. There does come that point. It, yeah, it comes right? to a point where you're, you know, you've got the, the platform of the audience and you're like, I could just say anything and, you know, and, and, and make this money and do this thing how I want to do it. But it's just like, I, I wouldn't leave a legacy because I'm not doing anything. I'm not, I, I can't change anyone. And I tell people that come to my channel all the time, I'm not a teacher. I'm fulfilling that role for you because you want someone to be a teacher for you. I'm just presenting to you my life as I'm going through it. And you can Why not? pick it apart the way you want to. Why not? Not even just pick it apart. Just watch it. Enjoy it. I mean, you said something really, I, I really applaud you for this. And something that, you know, if I, if I were to have a regret is that I wasn't born in this current decade. I was born, you know, 50 years ago. Because now for the first time in history, you can record and document your entire life's journey on a freaking phone, bro. I mean, yeah. think about, how, and people are like, well, I want a camera crew to follow around me. Oh, okay. You, that's what, do it. Yeah. Why not? But do it not because you're doing it for social media, although that's fun. Do it because you can look back and look at the journey of your life. Because when you're dead, sitting in that coffin, and they all show up, that's the film you want to play. It's not the, I'm going to miss him or I'm going to miss her. That's a part of that. But it's a part. There's all this other big, massive, freaking novel, this epic adventure that is you. And if you're not documenting it, and then you ask yourself, well, oh, I just do the same thing every day. Brothers and sisters, change that crap now thematically. Boom, let's jump into the quest. Let's get this moving. Let's make business fun again and enjoy it. It doesn't have to look the way you think it does. In fact, you've already proven to yourself it's not going to look the way you think it does. Otherwise, you wouldn't still be searching. Right. <laughs> so let's just do this, man. It's like, like, let's have fun and go do it. And people are like, 
it can't be that fun. Like, if you say so. Yeah, but exactly it. They're saying so. It's like, exactly. oh, it can't be that fun. Life has to be hard. And that's one of the things I dislike so much. Maybe it's just our culture, whatever. It's this idea that people reinforce in you. Just having oh. conversations with them. It's just like, well, you know, life is hard. You got to work hard. You know, it's like, it's, it's going to be like this. You know, it's it's not going to work for you. You'll never make money in that. I heard that oh, all the time it. growing one up. Of my favorite ones. You got to um, earn it. You got to earn it. Yeah. You got to pay your dues. And I mean, I believe that these things come from a very reasonable and understanding place. But at the end of the day, I don't want to do it if it's not fun. Exactly what you're saying. Like starting this podcast, I did it because I... I just love talking to people. It's as simple as that. Because I enjoy meeting other people. Exactly. Because otherwise, I was relegated to media. I did mm. radio for twelve years on XM Radio. I've been on, I've been on soap operas, film television, and it's the same old thing. What the internet has finally done is said, "Hey, I want to meet a cow," but I would never meet him in mainstream media because that's not his bailiwick. But here I can have a conversation with you and we can have one. And if other people want to sit and listen to our conversation, come on in and join. If not, I'm still enjoying my conversation with Gal. It's amazing. I don't give a, don't like give a crap if anybody else is watching or not. I mean, I want him for your show, of course. But at the end of the day, I'm like, I get to talk to this guy. And I've learned. Mm. Like, I'm watching him. I'm going, man, this guy's on the path. I love watching. I'm Look, I'm a voyeur. I love watching people oh, wake themselves up. There is not Indeed. a better drug on the planet for me. I've done a lot of drugs. I get it. I admit it. Okay? I'm not afraid uh-huh. to admit it. And I'm like, if the drug is being in the room when someone goes, shit, I can do anything. I can create my own life. And they genuinely mean it, not from an egoic state or an arrogant state, mm-hmm. but from a being state. And I'm like, yeah. yeah, the honor. And I mean that with the utmost of reference. I grew up in Japan, so I, I, I learned from the Bushido Code. Yeah. The honor of being in the room when someone goes, will you just hold space with me? You, you know, kind of blueprint me. Can't do it for me. Will I wake myself up and really become the enlightened being I am? Hell yeah, man. Sign me up. I'm in. There is a, is a killer experience when that bang, that energy pops out that I don't, I, the English language is so rudimentary that can't it, even describe Yeah, I, I know exactly what you're talking yeah, about, though. That, I, that feeling of just like, now we're getting at it. Like, yeah. you know, I met my mentor and it was, a lot of it was just him telling me stories about his life and how things worked out. And I noticed a majority of the time, it was just me and him sitting in his house talking. And, yeah. and. And, and from that, Dramatics. like the life came out of it. It was like, oh, I can do all of this. This is so awesome. I can't wait to explore this. And right. it's largely the result of, I mean, it's the reason for why I am the way I am and what I like to pursue and research and you all do. that other stuff. Me um, too. I, I want to talk about how much time am I having for? I don't know. Uh, I have about another 15 minutes on my side. I don't okay, know okay. I don't, I don't want to I don't want to go too too heavy then. I was going to ask oh, you no, about ayahuasca and all that other stuff. Me, no, I'm, no. In, I'm in my passion right now, and when I'm in it, I, which is most of the time, I, I, I just keep man, Like you said, you're a voyeur. I just, I love hearing stories, and so that's why I tell stories. I tell, that that's all my YouTube channel is, me telling stories and talking to people. What else um, is there? I, honestly, I mean, just, just this is a relationship simulator. I've heard somebody say yeah. <laughs> this human experience. Oh, I love uh, that. Yeah, yeah, take that. It's uh, <laughs> it's copyright free. I'm like, I didn't invent that one. That was his. So yeah, uh, I'm gonna go ahead and, and close us out just because the, there is that time constraint. But I'd love to have you back on in the future um, for the people listening, people watching. Uh, let them know where they can find more about you. Uh, what sure. projects you're working on? You know the quests and things like that. Just give them the give them the elevator pitch. You know, yeah, let them have it. Yeah, no worries. It's easy. You can go to, to uh, um, myquestapp.com. Go take your free archetypal quiz. It's right on there. You also get samples of what the quest is like, on, and you hear from all four of the teachers, and you see who we are, and you really start to see the metaphoric story of what we really built. But it's based on science. It's based on science, and it's based on real world results, and that's the thing that makes it key. We're actually blending the two worlds. 
and they needed to be blended because that was the problem. So the quickest, fastest way is just go to your Apple or Google store and download the app. It's UBQ, right? Stands for Ultimate Business Quest. You'll recognize the logo right here on my hat. And take the journey. Again, it's two bucks, right? $36 all in. And if you can't place best $36 in yourself, then I suggest that we have deeper issues to worry about because you're willing to go spend $30,000 on other things, but you're not willing to spend 36. I mean, it's not even a good, it's not even a good sushi meal. Sushi meals start at hundred bucks. You know? So it's like spend 36 bucks on yourself, take the adventure. It's all laid out on a fun format, but you're going to go into places you've never thought about. It'll perceptibly shift you. It'll get all these belief structures that are holding you back. It'll literally catapult you, if I can use that language. You'll storm your own castle. You'll claim your throne again, and you'll know your passion, your purpose. You'll know your vision and your mission. And now we're on the path to legacy. And once you complete UBQ1, then you go to UBQ2. And UBQ2 is, how do I build the castle that stands the test of time? And it's based on the 64 adventures that you go through in UBQ2. You go through 18 adventures in UBQ1. You can do this in less than 30 days, less than a half hour a day. And it's on your it's on your bloody phone, man. It's right there. It's right there anytime you want to do a video, audio. Everything's built in for you, all your forms. It's done in a way that's fun because we're going to have fun too. And we're having fun doing it. My partners and I are all big goofball, misfits, crazy, brilliant, genius people who said, let's go play. It's more fun to play with everybody else than to play by ourselves because we've all done that too. And so that's what you can do. In the, in the meantime, it's like, hey, just check us out on social media. It's easy. You can find me personally at the, any one of them at Travis Fox 360, Instagram across the board, Facebook, Twitter. Yeah, it's all the same. And just come hang out. We, we're constantly out there uh, popping things. I pop out things you know, once or twice uh, a week where I'm like, hey, let's talk about this. Or just go to our YouTube channel. We're at the Ultimate Business Quest. But that's the fastest. Download the app, man. Get, in, get involved in the journey today. This is the part we're excited about. I'm going to announce it right here in Cal Show. 2022, we are going to take to the world founder funding and fortune. We are actually going to help companies get funded without taking any of their equity. And we're going to do it in a way that the audience votes because I am sick and tired of all of these things that say, yeah, we'll help you get funded, but we're going to take 80% of your company. Mm -hmm. Cut the crap. Okay. That's how you kill. That's how you kill creativity, man. Mm -hmm. Let's do this the fun way and let's, let's give the money away. And so we've set up a 501c3 foundation called the Ultimate Business Business Quest Foundation that will help do that. And it'll help do it in a whole unique way. And if I can be, P.T. Barnum for 30 seconds. We're going to take the show on the road. We're going to bring the to your town, and we're going to help these businesses get funded in a whole new fun way. And let's make business fun again because that's a whole new way of networking. So that's going to do it for this episode of the Astro Mind Podcast, guys. Thank you so much for joining me as always. The information was just rich, you know, just very enriching, very powerful. It's stuff that we've heard, but it seems like when you hear it from a different person, maybe the energy in them, whatever the case may be, it's like we're all enlightened already, but sometimes there's a person that comes around and says it so beautifully that it's like, okay, I get it. It's like, all right, I'm willing to let go of the you know archetype that I'm holding on to and, and be who I truly want to be. So I encourage you guys to be who you want to be today. Follow your fun, chase your passion and your pleasure, and blessings, namaste, love and light, and as always, never stop adventuring. Done it again. We've it, done man. it that was again. Awesome. Killer clothes. <laughs> that was. I was like, damn.